Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Doggy's Stupor Suit. So after Doggy had run out into the night, Karek shouted at his guards and he said, Now we must attack the teddy bear mountains. First we will seize crisscross applesauce and rename it Slurkworm City. And several swamp dinosaurs cheered, Yeah! Kitty moaned on the floor, uh, clutching her stomach in pain. And Queen Dinah shook her head and said, No, no, no. We don't have to hurt every talking animal for what these two have done. We just need to find Tyro. Karek stood over his mother and said, You are old. I grow tired of waiting for you to die so that I can be king. <gasps> Dinah closed her eyes wearily and said, What are you saying, son? I'm saying that I am the new ruler of Everdusk Uncor and all Southland. Your reign is over! And he seized Dinah's crown and placed it on his own head. <gasps> the royal guards stared, not knowing what to do. And Karex pushed his aged mother out into the doorway and he said, You are banished from the castle. You don't know what's best for the kingdom. I do. And Dinah said, You lied, didn't you? Kitty and Doggy never took Tyro. Karek said, yes, I lied. I thought the loss of Tyro would be enough to drive you to seize what is rightfully ours, crisscross applesauce. The queen shook her head and said, you are crazed and bloodthirsty, my son, like the slurkworms of old. And Karek said, and you are foolish and weak like the teddy bears of today. Be gone. I will give you a three-minute head start before I send the guards after you. So he sent his own mother out into the chill rain. And Dinah left the castle and limped out into the night. She headed for the wet fields and swampland forests that surrounded Mandatory Potluck. Before long, she could hear groups of slurkworm soldiers searching for her. But she knew these wetlands better than they. She limped to a hidden little dell that she had shown Doggy one day, and then she crouched there, silent, until the guards passed. But she was not alone in the dell. A voice in the darkness, a sad voice, said, Oh, it's you, your majesty. <sighs> With a great effort, Dinah raised her head, uh, and she saw Doggy sitting across from her, hiding in the shadows, rainwater mixed with the tears on his fuzzy cheeks. And Dinah said, I'm so sorry, Doggy, for everything. Doggy said, is Kitty dead? I don't know. When I got kicked out of the castle, she was wounded but still alive. She's probably in the dungeons now. Doggy said, you were kicked out of your own castle? Yes, I am no longer the queen. My son has seized power. <coughs> And then Dinah clutched her side and lay in the shadows for several seconds, not speaking. Doggy could see the tiny clouds formed by her breathing. And then at length she spoke again. She said, Doggy, the talking animals are in grave danger. Danger? Yes, my son is planning a war to take over the world. The queen reached inside her royal robe. I don't have long to live. Listen carefully, Doggy. She pulled out a silver necklace. It had a blue space crystal pendant. She unclasped the silver chain and handed the necklace to Doggy. This is a magic wishing crystal. Every ruler of Everdusk has worn it. Legend says it can only be used once. 
uh, to save our kingdom if it is in great danger. Make it a good wish, doggy, for my heart tells me that you are the only hope for the talking animals, and indeed for my own kingdom right now. Doggy said, me? Uh, but I'm just a scared little puppy who pees on the floor. I'm not a mighty warrior or anything. Dinah said, I know you'll do great. Goodbye, my friend. And Dinah never spoke again. She took a few final breaths and then closed her eyes forever. Doggy sat in the dark for a long time, crying for the old queen and for Kitty. And he held the wishing crystal and wondered what to wish for. And then at last, just before dawn, he arrived at a decision. He would turn his pajamas into a superhero suit. He said, then I'll be a superhero just like Kitty and I can save the day. So he clutched the crystal and closed his eyes. He wanted to say, I wish to turn my pajamas into a super suit. But part of his brain said that this was a stupid idea. So when he spoke the wish aloud, he accidentally mixed the words super and stupid and said, I wish to turn my pajamas into a stupor suit. Whoops. The blue light swirled out of the crystal and covered his pajamas. And then his pajamas turned into a crimson superhero suit with a dark blue cape and a silver belt. Doggy said, oh, look at me. Now I'm super dog. I must fly to Kitty's rescue. And he leaped for the sky dun, 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 oh, and fell flat on his face in the mud. And he went, oh, oh, why didn't that work, Ruffy? I thought for sure I'd be able to fly at least with a superhero suit. Oh, wait a minute, I know. Maybe the suit only does stupor things, since I said a stupor suit. Hmm, let's see. I wonder what happens if I cross my eyes and say, Gravadava! Ding! His ears grew as large as elephant ears, and he went, Whoa! He could hear ants whispering on the other side of Everdusk, and he said, Oh, I guess this power could come in handy someday, but not right now. Uh, how do I make my ears go back to normal size? He crossed his eyes again and said, Gravadava, again. Ding! His ears shrank back to their regular size. Okay, Ruffy, that's good. Hmm, maybe I can fly if I think about dancing penguins while humming a marching song. Ding! Instead, his nose grew as large as a prized zucchini, and he went, Oh, pew! Now I can smell the whole kingdom. He kept trying different tricks to fly, but none of them worked. When he rubbed his belly and sneezed, he made the sky turn purple. When he hopped on one foot and burped, he made a fire appear exactly 427 feet behind him. <sniffs> oh. But when he itched his butt and said, holla dolla do, nothing seemed to happen. He said, hmm, I guess this suit doesn't do magic things for everything I say or do. He didn't know that he had just caused a huge star, millions of light years away, to explode at that very moment. Well, he headed for Castle Deadfall, trying all sorts of different tricks to fly. None of them worked. He kept falling on his face. Oh, pfft. A group of Velociraptor soldiers laughed when they saw him shouting silly words, leaping for the sky, and falling on his face in the mud. One of them said, What's the deal with the crazy puppy in the red and blue pajamas? Another Velociraptor said, I don't know, but I think it's the same one our new king wants us to kill. 
So the soldiers readied their bows and aimed their arrows at Doggy, and Doggy went, ah, and he covered his face with his hands, or his paws, or his arms, really. And the soldiers shot their arrows. <laughs> but the arrows bounced right off the stupor suit. Doom, doom, doom. And the soldiers said, ah, what kind of pajamas are those? Doggy lowered his arms, and then he plucked a swamp onion from the mud and started chewing. And the Velociraptor said, uh, what's he doing? And then Doggy said, super bad breath. <sighs> and he blew out a foul-smelling gust of wild swamp onion wind. Pew! He blew the soldiers all the way across the field. Uh, yuck, pew! And then they ran away into the woods. Then Doggy tried another trick to fly. He took four steps and shouted, one, two, three, geek, whoa! And it worked, sort of. He was flying, but he was flying backwards, and he couldn't see where he was going. Oh, where am I going? Oh, he hit a tree oh, and fell to the ground. But luckily, he didn't get hurt. The suit protected him. So then he took four steps and said, one, two, three, gee, again, and whoa, he was flying backwards again. Well, it took him a long time flying backwards and crashing into trees and things, but eventually he made it to the castle, and he smashed right through the main door. He had super strength. <laughs> And then he marched straight to the dungeons where Kitty was. And he found Kitty curled up on the floor of her cell, clutching her hurt stomach. Uh, she was surprised to see him. She said, Doggy, why are you dressed up like a superhero? Is it Halloween already? Doggy said, no, I'm a real superhero, just like you. Kitty said, what? And then Doggy grabbed the bars of the jail cell and pulled them apart. Uh, Kitty went, whoa! And then Doggy grabbed Kitty and said, Okay, I'm going to get you out of here, old buddy. Kitty said, I need to get my amulet first. Car Rex took it. Uh, I don't think we have time for that, Ruffy. We need to get you to a hospital. Kitty said, No. And she tried to stand up. I need my good luck charm. Doggy said, You need medical attention. He picked Kitty up, ignoring her protests, and carried her out of the dungeons. And he carried Kitty up the stairs, pushing guards out of the way. Hey, oh! And they ran up to the roof of the castle, and Doggy said, Okay, now I'm going to fly you home, Ruffy. Kitty said, You can fly too? Doggy said, Yes. Well, sort of. But just then, Car Rex burst out of a doorway. And he said, You'll pay for this, you two. Doggy said, Oh no, one, two, three, gee, whoa! Ah, meow me! Kitty and Doggy were flying backwards through the sky. But Car Rex gave a mighty leap and grabbed onto Kitty's tail. And Kitty went, Ow, meow me! And then Doggy was having an even harder time flying than before, with Kitty in his arms and a mad Tyrannosaurus pulling on them both. And he was going backwards. Whoa! And they flew up and up and up, spinning in crazy circles towards the clouds. Whoa! Give me back my amulet, said Kitty. Karak said, I threw it in the swamp. What? I knew that you were enemies of my people the moment I saw that cursed object again. Kitty said, we weren't your enemies. Then why did you have her necklace? Kitty said, whose necklace? Car Rex was about to answer when he lost his grip on Kitty's tail. <laughs> he fell to the forest floor far, far below. Doggy said, oh no, Ruffy, we gotta save him. And he tried to turn around, but then he lost control and he and Kitty were crashing towards the earth. Whoa! And Doggy tried to steer them towards Shadow Lake and... <laughs> They splashed down into the waters, and Kitty went, Ah, pff, help me, Ami, I can't swim, I'm drowning. And Doggy helped her to shore, and then he picked her up and tried flying again. He went, One, two, three, gee, whoa, pff, oh. <clears throat> They hit a tree. 
kitty went, Meowmy, you're gonna kill me, doggy. He said, well, we gotta get out of here. I gotta get you to the hospital. Well, they crashed into many trees on their way back to Crisscross Applesauce. And after the third crash, Kitty said, Meowmy, I don't know what's gonna kill me first. This infected wound in my stomach or your crazy flying. Doggy said, sorry. He felt bad that Carrex had died because of him. Well, back in the city of Mandatory Potluck, the swamp dinosaurs were in complete disarray. After all, two members of the royal family had perished in one day, and the third one was missing. They said, what will we do? Is the whole royal family dead? But one member of the royal family had survived that day. Just north of the castle, young Prince Tyro stood on a small hill, weeping. <laughs> Then his eyes turned orange as his pain gave way to rage. He had seen his friends drop his father from the sky that day, and he vowed to get his revenge. Well, that's the end of the story, Doggy's Stupersuit. The next story is called The Witch of Westland. Goodbye. <laughs>